0: And now for the show reflecting on classic radio Hollywood 360 with your host, Carl Amari.
1: You lost your magic. They knocked you off your game. Your carlness went right out the window. What's with this carlness? It's not even a.
0: it's time now for... Money Dollar. Leaves the gun.
2: Take the cannoli. Quiet numbskulls,
3: I'm broadcasting. Hello everyone, I'm Carl Amari and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the bubbly Lisa Wolf in this hour we'll present a 1949 classic radio episode of Escape starring Edgar Barrier but first Lisa Wolf Dylan is our lyricist for learning the lyrics Lisa will read popular song lyrics I'll try to guess the name of the songs while you play along at home
4: right Lisa I think you finally got it Carl so we hey, are Mikey. Oh no! I was doing a little My Fair Lady. She's got it. Oh. Anyways, <laughs> we're going back to the letter A. Yeah. And so all of these songs. Apple is the name of the song. If I knew a song named. I Apple- got a
3: Davida, baby. No,
4: I'm gonna go with. Is that with one the- of them? Uh, does that start with an A? got a What are you talking about? I don't know. No idea. Okay. <laughs> Probably not that song. Okay. <laughs> That's a song. Is it? I think. I'm not familiar with not whatever bet, you're singing. I'm not going to
3: bet my life on it. But right.
4: You bet your life.
3: <laughs> you bet your life. <laughs> <laughs> so
4: these um, songs begin with the letter A. Yeah. And I will give you the lyrics and you tell me the title. You ready? Yeah,
3: right, I'll try. Okay.
4: I like this song. I think you like Pravajan. it
3: too. Hang on a second.
4: Okay. Okay. Gonna find my baby. Gonna hold her gonna tight. Gonna find my baby. <laughs> my motto's always been when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark baby. night? When everything's a little clearer in the light of day, and we know the night is always going to be there anyway. Thinking of you is working up my appetite. Rubbing sticks and stones together, make the sparks ignite.
3: Rubbing sticks and stones together, make <laughs> the sparks ignite. And
4: afternoon delight. Afternoon, afternoon delight. delight. Gonna delight.
5: Gonna my baby, gonna hold her tight. tight. going grab some afternoon delight. delight. My motto's always been when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, heart night? When everything's a little clearer in the light of day. And we know the night is always gonna be here. Anyways, that
4: sticks and stones together did I it for I you, right? He's working up my appetite. Looking forward
6: to a little afternoon
5: delight.
4: delight.
3: Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite. at ignite. It's in
4: flight. Afternoon Delight.
3: <laughs> I guess you like this song. <laughs> Here
4: it is. A- Afternoon Delight. There it is. This is Afternoon Delight, and this is Starland Vocal Band.
3: Starland Vocal Band. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it's a wow. oldie, but a goodie. It is. See how it's just a, one line it's like, like on that. a smile on your face, you I know? I think so. Right? One line like that yeah. reminds you of Rubbing the song. Rubbing sticks and stones together makes a spark state night. night. Afternoon yep. Delight. I one. got it. You got it.
3: Wow, did I give myself a ding-ding?
4: No, not yet. There's right. a ding-ding. There we go. There we go. <laughs> okay. All right, next song.
3: Mm-hmm. You went
4: to school to learn, girl. Things you never... You went to what? You went to school to learn, girl. Okay. Things you never, never knew before. Like I before E, except after C, and Y2 plus 2 makes 4. Now, now, hmm. now. I'm going to teach you Teach you, teach you about love, dear. All about love. Sit yourself down, take a seat. All you got to do is repeat after me. Anything? Easy as one, two, three. Oh
3: yeah, easy as one, two, three. Simple
4: as do re mi.
3: Simple as A B C.
4: A B C. Right. A B C. Jackson Five. I had when I got to the chorus. A B C It's easy
3: as one, two, three. All simple as go away me. A B C One, two, three, baby. you and me girl. Man, Jackson five. Wow,
4: good stuff. Man, they were
3: amazing, I huh? Love. Just absolutely amazing. I never saw Jackson 5 in concert, but I no, I, I saw Michael Jackson in concert mm-hmm. a couple times. I saw his bad tour. I saw his thriller tour.
4: Well, I saw yeah. his show um, after his death in Las Vegas. St. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Sure. His show. But, as a hologram. Uh, as a hologram. Yeah. Yep. All right. So
3: I believe I'm uh, two right, for two. I
4: believe two. I can fly. <laughs> two for two. All right. Two here two. we go. All right. Um, there she stood in the street smiling from her head to her feet. I said, hey, what is this now, baby? Maybe she's in need of a kiss. I said, hey, what's your name, baby? I said, hey. That's right. What's your name, baby? What's your name? Maybe we can see things the same. Now, don't you wait or hesitate. Let's move before they raise the parking rate.
3: I don't know this one. Come
4: on. Yeah, you do. I took her home to my place watching every move on her face she I said look home. what's your game baby what's are you game? trying to put me in shame i said slow slow don't go so fast don't go so fast <laughs> don't you think that love can last uh, she said love love lord above oh, now you're trying lord to trick above. me in love
3: oh gosh, i, <laughs> I know it now you it's starting do out. know
4: it think about this there she stood in the street
3: no, I, I'm the other chorus I'm, uh, I'm getting it was better.
4: I took her home to my, to my place. I took her home yes. to my place. Yes. Watching well, every move on her, her face, face. I said she said, Look, she said, look, look, look what's your game? What's your baby? game, baby? Are you trying, trying to put to me in shame? Put me in I shame. Said, I said slow. So slow. Don't go so fast.
7: Exactly.
4: Don't you think that love can last? Don't you think that love can last? She said look. She said love. She said, love. <laughs>
3: Lord above, right? Yep.
4: Mm-hmm. Now That's you're a, trying to trick me in love. Right now, <laughs> it. All right
3: now, baby. It's all right now. Good one. She's still I still,
4: helped you, but smiling. you got it. No, I mean. I got it.
3: Give me some head credit head. when I get <laughs> it. I mean, I don't get too many <laughs> of them.
4: Hey. What Don't name baby. Really? All right now. Free.
3: (laughs) It's a great tune.
4: It is a great song. Good job, Carl. Very impressed. I took her home to to my face. Watching every move on her face. I said, look.
3: Oh, man. I actually got all three of these right. I'm pretty excited.
4: (laughs) I'm excited, you. I'm excited
3: for me. Way to go, Lisa. Fantastic. All
4: right, really
0: quick break, then it's escape. Stick around.
4: She
1: said,
0: More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. You know, suspense was
3: doing so well for CBS that... CBS executives said, let's create like a sister program to suspense. We'll call it Escape. And it'll be radio's greatest series of high adventure and mystery. And they did a great job. It was on the air a long, long time. Seven seasons, 1947 through 1954. William Conrad and Paul Fries were the voices of escape. They often played roles as well. We have an episode uh, called The Adaptive Ultimate. Very interesting story. Kind of a a little bit of a sci-fi story. From March 26, 1949. Let's just tune it in. Part one of Escape.
1: Tired of the everyday routine? Ever dream of a life of romantic adventure? Want to get away from it all? We offer you escape.
0: Escape, transcribed to free you from the four walls of today for a half hour of high adventure.
1: You are standing outside a room, horror gripping you. While well, before your eyes, seen through the transom window, the most beautiful girl in the world is about to die. Because of you. You. <laughs> Escape
0: from reality with a fascinating story of a girl who lived a weird second life, as John Jessel told it in his gripping story, The Adaptive Ultimate.
6: No, Daniel, I can't do it. You have a very interesting theory. It's more than a theory, Dr. Bach. I've proved it, it works. I tried my serum on tubercular guinea pigs, and it cured them. They adapted themselves to the tubercular bacillus and live. (laughs) I tried my serum on a dog with rabies. He adapted himself, too. I tried it on a cat with a broken spine. The cat instantly adapted itself to its injury so that the spine had time to knit and heal. Don't you see what a tremendous discovery this is? Yes, perhaps. Well, think what that would mean in accident cases. There'd be no further need for emergency surgery. Don't you see that? No matter what the condition, the injury to the body, a mere injection of my serum would permit the patient instantly to adapt himself to his condition and live.
8: No matter what his injury?
6: Exactly. A serum made from insects? From a common fruit fly, the most adaptable of living organisms. Tear off a wing and it grows a new one. Tear off its head, even. Stick on a new head and that, too, will adhere in time. Think of imparting that same adaptability to human beings. To grow new heads, it has merit... Oh,
8: now, please, Dr. Bach. (laughs) All right, all right. No, seriously. I know this may be a great thing, but to permit you to experiment on a human being... The most hopeless
6: case you can find, Dr. Bach, someone already doomed.
8: Well, if someday I discover in the hospital a hopeless case, understand it will be hopeless. I understand. And if the patient shall consent, then you will have your human guinea pig. Well, Dr. Scott, you requisitioned for yourself a hopeless case. Permit me.
1: Mm -hmm.
8: Here is your guinea pig. What is it, Dr. Bach? TB? Yeah, final stage. A matter of hours at most. Mm -hmm. Hmm. She might have been attractive once, but now... Hair like string, skinny like a skeleton, and
6: flesh like wax. Dr. Bach, you call this a fair test? I said hopeless, but I didn't say a corpse...
8: The lady is returning to life, mm-hmm. such as it is. Well, Dr. Scott, I regret I have not a more palatable subject for your experiment, but this is what I promised a hopeless case. It's all right, I'll try it. Oh, what's her name? Let me see, it's on the chart here. Uh, Zelas. What was that? Her name is Kira Zelas. Oh. Um. Young lady.
4: Mm-hmm.
8: Permit me, I am Dr. Hermann Bach, Chief of the Staff and I would like to introduce one of our promising young doctors.
7: He wants a... a date, I
6: suppose. Miss Zalus. Hello, brown eyes. What? Your eyes are... brown, aren't they? Miss Zalus, you see, I've perfected a serum. I like... brown eyes. This... um, this serum might help you, but it has never been tried on a human being before. Well, I thought if you have no objection... What are the odds? Odds? Well, actually, you've everything to gain. And nothing to lose.
7: Well? How right you are. Okay. I'm I'm all yours, brown eyes. Go ahead. Experiment away. Dr. Bach,
8: prepare her arm. 24 hours and she is yet alive. I would have said yesterday it would be impossible she should survive the night. So it is now 48 hours and she actually seems better. But miracles such as this have happened before and without serums. A week, and she still lives. Each day she becomes better. It is miraculous. The spots on her lungs are disappearing. Her coughing is stopped. There is no sign of bacillus in the culture. But even more amazing, her reaction to abrasions, skin punctures. Yesterday, I took a blood specimen. Before I had one CC, the puncture in her skin had closed. Yes, in 30 seconds. The ordinary person, it takes a day, two days for it to heal. With Miss Kira Zelas, 30 seconds. It is amazing. Then I will not dispute it. Your serum has worked a miracle. She is cured. And now I must just discharge her from the hospital.
6: Well, Dr. Bach, I... You
8: had forgotten that time must come sometime, hmm? But you see, I must. She is cured, and we need the
6: room. Well, yes, yes, I know. But, well, well, she should be under observation. We don't know what effects will show up. I think, Daniel, you have an extraordinary interest
8: in Miss Zelas. So, I have asked her to come here. She is outside. Shall we invite her in? Why, well, yes, of course. Send in Miss Zelas, please. Now observe well your miracle. Uh, Miss Zelas, come in, come in, sit down.
7: Thanks. Oh, hello, brown eyes.
8: Hello, Kira. I have sent for you, Miss Zelas, because I have good news. Today I am discharging you from the hospital. Oh? Yeah. Today you are free to go. That pleases you? Madly.
6: Kira, you have people, perhaps? A family?
7: Aren't we all brothers and sisters under the skin?
6: Miss Zelas, I will
8: come to the point. I wish to make you a proposition. I mean purely a scientific... Yes, I know. An experiment. Precisely. We are interested, Dr. Scott and I, to observe the further effects of the serum he gave you. Yes. I will pay you board and room and $30 a week. You will live at my house. I have a housekeeper, Mrs. Getz. She will look after you. Is that satisfactory? Wouldn't I be a fool to say no? Excellent, excellent.
7: Does uh, brown eyes live there too?
8: No, but Dr. Scott will continue to have a clinical interest in the experiment. Mrs. Elas, have no fear. Good. Yes. Well, it is now almost time for dinner. I will take you, Miss Zelas. You will join us, Dr. Scott? Why, yes, fine, Dr. Bach. Very well. We shall meet outside in, what, ten minutes? That'll do me nicely. Miss Zelas, you wish to wait here or maybe outside? A little fresh air? I think I could use a little air. Good. There is a little park across the street. You will find benches there to rest. We will meet at the front entrance in ten minutes. what is it? What's the matter? Some sort of commotion across the street in the park. Where is Kira? Well, I I thought she'd be here with you. Perhaps she is still over there in the park.
6: What do you support? Come on.
4: Dr. Park,
6: it is Kira. Kira, let me through, please.
4: Kira, Kira,
1: let us through, please.
6: Officer, what's happened? What is this? Why are you holding this lady? you
2: know this woman? Yes, of course. What is it? What's the matter here? Plenty. Your lady friend here merely walks up to an old gent about 60 or so, picks up a nice hefty rock, and beats his brains up. Officer, there must be some awful mistake. Yeah, her mistake. Cold-blooded murder. Come on, sister. There's the wagon. But, officer, uh, listen... You'd better come along, too, mister. Mona Lisa here don't seem to be much in the mood for talking. We'll need someone to tell the death sergeant her name.
6: Kira, this is terrible seeing you here like this. I, I've got to get you out of here. I've got to help you. She is not so bad. When you're here. Well, listen, this, this is all a terrible mistake. If you'll tell me what. Mistake? Why, well, well, yes, of course. You. Kira, you, you. You didn't kill that man. If I said yes, what would you do? Why. Why, I, I'd tell them you weren't responsible. I, I'd tell them about the serum. I, I'd tell them it was my fault that, that somehow the serum I gave you caused your mind to, to snap something. That, well, that would be the only explanation.
7: You'd do this. Ruin your career, no doubt. Just to save me. Oh, well,
6: yes, of course I would. And what would they do to me? I I don't know exactly. Put you away under observation. Or something. Then my answer's
7: no. I did not kill the man. Oh, don't worry. I won't be convicted. I'll take care of myself very well. I'll, as you say, adapt myself to the situation.
8: All right, now, Mr. Salvatore, continue. Tell the court in your own words precisely what happened.
5: Uh, this old man, you see, he uh, buy circus peanuts from me every day. <coughs> for months, every day. And this one day, he pull out his uh, pocketbook, his uh, billfold. And I'm going look, it's uh, stuff with the bills. The big money. He says, Salvatore, can I make a change for $20? And I'm going uh, to laugh. I'm going uh, to say, mister, I'm a peanut man. You take the peanuts and you pay me tomorrow. He said, thank you very much. He turn around and then here's this dame, she pick up... Oh, a great, the biggest stone, and a conks him. It's murder! I object, Your Honor. Objection sustained. Continue, Mr. Salvatore. Oh, she, she, nothing more to say. This is She bent over, and she reached in his pocket to take the money. I'm a grab of people a come, police a come, and Mr. A grabber, Salvatore, she, can you describe this young lady to us? Oh, see. I remember her very well. She's, uh, she's a skinny. She ain't no beauty, you know. You got the black suit, the brown hair uh, eyes uh, don't know, dark, you know, maybe brown or blue. Thank you, Mr. Salvatore.
2: Your witness oh, thank you. Mr. Salvatore, you <laughs> say that the young lady, the assailant, had brown hair and dark eyes. she brown hair, dark blue eyes. And do you see the young lady in the courtroom?: Oh see, she's
5: a sit right to.
2: What's the matter, Mr. Salvatore? Are you pointing at Miss Zalis? See? May I ask the defendant to rise, please? Miss Zalis, will you kindly remove your hat, please? Dr. Bach, look. Her hair, it's,
6: it's become the color of aluminum.
2: Your Honor, I submit that this defendant does not possess dark hair, nor, if you will observe, dark eyes. I am prepared, therefore, to submit a lock of her hair to be tested by any chemist the court may appoint, to prove that the pigmentation is entirely natural. No, I don't believe that it is. It now, Mister Salvatore, do you still say that this is the young lady you saw in the park?
5: i, I think she's... Uh, is I, she? Mamma mia, no. mia, no. Mamma mia, no. Oh.
3: No, it's not her. It's the why I, I goof with the up. It's not her. I I, I mama mia. That's a spicy me. the ball, you know? <laughs> oh man. That was uh, that was Lawrence Dobkin there. He uh, he doubles in this show. He plays another part, too. You know, when they give you an accent, then you can double. You can do another part in your regular voice, you know. (laughs) I used to do that with the Twilight Zone all the time. I'd be like, all right, I need another. Hey, can you do an accent? Okay, do the accent. (laughs) All right, we're listening to Escape, the Adaptive Ultimate, starring Edgar Barrier. We'll get back to it and Hollywood 360 in just a few minutes, so stick around. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. All right, this is Hollywood 360. That's the great Adam West right there. Um, Good pal of mine. He's no longer with us, but we still use his uh, voice on the show as uh, in honor of him. He was kind enough to voice our uh, opens and closes and ins and outs for the show. Uh, My buddy Adam West right there. Um, the greatest, I mean, he was just a super, super nice guy. And um, the best Batman that ever lived, that's for sure. He was Batman. He was Batman, sure. Nobody else could play Batman better than Adam West. Um, we're listening to Escape. The Adaptive Ultimate is the name of this uh, particular episode. Big cast. This was actually recorded Um, A couple of days before broadcast, uh, around this time, late 1940s, early 1950s, they were were experimenting with the technique of recording broadcasts ahead of their airing. And um, a person that had a lot to do with that was Bing Crosby, because he did not want to do live broadcasting, and so he spent a lot of money in the technology of Ampex Tape. And so he invested in the company, and he was one of the first, uh, his radio show was one of the first to be taped ahead of broadcast. And uh, when I say taped, on on reel-to-reel tape, you know, the big Ampex tapes. And then some other shows said, hey, that's kind of cool. Um, Escape was one of them, and this particular episode aired on March 26, 1949, but it was recorded March 23, 1949. So we're listening to a good episode. Here's the conclusion now to Escape.
6: Good Lord, Dr. Bach, that hair of hers, did you see it? It was the color of aluminum. She was beautiful. Yeah, yeah,
8: beautiful. And so she's been acquitted. They call her innocent. Daniel, I am a convert to your great principle of adaptability. But where will it end? You start with an ideal, and you wake up to discover you have created a monster.
6: But she was acquitted. It was all a mistake. You really believe that?
8: Bach. Yes, Mrs. Griss? She is here, Doctor. She? That woman in the newspaper.
7: Ah, Kira
6: is here? You said she was so poor, such a church mouse. Ah, oh, you should see her. What do you mean, Mrs. Gitz?
7: So fine, so great a lady. I'll, uh, I'll
6: go and talk to her, Dr. Bach. Hello, brown eyes. Hello, Kira. Aren't you glad to see me? Oh, yes. Yes, of course. Oh, congratulations on your acquittal today. We were there.
7: I know. I sensed it. I was hurt that you didn't come up and congratulate
6: me. Well, there were photographers and what... Well, Kira, your hair, it's black again.
7: Isn't it always? Don't you like it? Oh, yes. Yes, of course. It's beautiful. Am I beautiful? Brown eyes.
6: Very, very beautiful.
7: And are you happy to have me back? Yes. Hmm. I always did like brown eyes. Kira. Tell me, how do you like my new clothes? My gown?
6: Why, it's very nice.
7: Nice? It's exquisite. I have a whole new wardrobe hat, shoes. Well, how,
6: Kira? Where did you get the money? Money? You only had three dollars when you left the hospital. Oh, <laughs>
7: so I did.
6: Kira. Kira, you did take that wallet from the old man.
7: Why, naturally. You... You... You did
6: murder
1: him.
7: Certainly. Oh, come, don't look so shocked. Oh, I'm tired, brown eyes. You'll excuse me if I appropriate Dr. Bach's room. Good night.
6: Dr. Bach, we've got to do something. Yes, Daniel, we do. I haven't slept a wink all night trying to think of what we can do. I've been here in the laboratory all night. I think I know.
8: What? This serum of yours, it has accomplished a miracle. Yeah. It is the adaptive ultimate. Changes that take the ordinary person days or months, she accomplishes instantly. She walks into the sunlight, she is tan. She walks out, she is pale again. When she is in danger, she adapts. She could survive the electric chair the hangman's noose. She was in danger in the courtroom. She adapted. She changed her whole appearance at will so she could not be identified. Yes, I know, I know. Oh, you must not blame yourself. You could not know what you were creating. Now, this morning, I operated on one of your guinea pigs. I found this. The pineal gland hypertrophy. That is what causes it. Well, then, then we could operate and... And maybe change her back. Yeah, but she can adapt to anything, anesthesia included. How can we operate? Unless we get her consent? Well, perhaps... Oh, you are dreaming, Daniel. Do you really think she will consent now? Now that she has power? Perhaps more power than any human being ever possessed before. Power for evil. And she has already killed one man, remember? But
6: if we watched her, Doctor, kept her under guard... Uh,
8: yeah, again, Pygmalion falls in love with his Galatea. No, Daniel, no. She must be destroyed. We must perform surgery at once. Or well, she'll die. She will go back to what she was, with but a few hours to live. It is best, Daniel.
6: Yes, I suppose so.
8: Yes? Yes, Mrs. Getz? Hmm? Uh. Okay. Well, what is it, Dr. Bach? And so perhaps she is also telepathic. She sensed what we were about to do, and now it is too late. What do you mean? Miss Zelos is gone. Disappeared.
6: Dr. Bach, did you call for me? Yes, yeah, Daniel. Have you
8: seen the evening paper yet? No, not yet. Then here. After two months, there is news of our Miss Kira Zelas. What? Let me see that.
6: Where? Oh, the surprise of the evening was the appearance of John Callan, ambassador-at-large, diplomat-extraordinary, the man slated to head the forthcoming World Atomic Energy Control Commission. Mr. Callan, one of Washington's confirmed bachelors, squired the... the gorgeous Kira Zelas. You see...
8: She has become gorgeous, our
6: drab little urchin. Miss Zalas, the dazzling beauty who affects a dark wig by day and a white one
8: at night. A great power of adaptability, courtesy of
6: Dr. Daniel Scott. Dark by day, white by night. Well, what are we going to do, doctor? Do? The world atomic energy control. The one real hope of world peace. Curie isn't interested in peace. What can
8: we do? Surgery, I know. But politics? We must wait and see. We must wait and see how far your mad woman will go.
2: Washington is agog with rumors about the romance between glamorous Kira Zalas and John Callan, the newly appointed head of the World Atomic Energy Control, one of the most powerful political figures on the globe. John Callan leaves tomorrow for
5: the crucial atomic energy conferences at Geneva, Switzerland, and sailing on the same boat as the exotic Miss Kira Rosalis with whom his name has been frequently linked. Rumor has it Miss Zalas acts as a sort of Unofficial assistant to Mr. Callan, thus making her one of the most important women in the world.
8: Glamorous, exotic. Of such fragile stuff is world peace fashioned these days, Daniel. I wonder what she intends
6: to. Some of the calling at dinner time. Oh, sit still, Dr. Buck. I'll see who it is. Yes? Kira.
7: Hello, brown eyes. May I come in?
6: Why, Yes, of course. Oh-ho!
8: Our exotic guinea pig. Mm. Good evening, Dr. Bach. I'm not intruding. Of course not.
7: You're very kind. John and I... You've read about Mr. Callan? Oh, yes, yes. We're leaving for Europe tomorrow for the conferences in Switzerland. Yes. He had a series of meetings to attend tonight, so I told him I would stay here.
8: You're staying here?
7: I took the liberty of saying you were my uncle, Dr. Bach. Oh. John will call for me in the morning on his way to the airport. We're leaving at eight... I do hope I'm not too late for dinner.
8: Not at all. In fact, we're very happy to have you here. Aren't we, Dr. Scott?
6: Kira. Hello, brown eyes. What are you doing out here in the garden? Waiting for you. You knew I'd follow you? Of course. Have you missed me? You know I have. Oh, Kira, listen to me... Do you love this John Callan? When I want love, I'll come to you, brown eyes. Well, then why? What is it, money?
7: Money? I don't need money anymore. What does an empress need with money? Empress? That's what you've made me. The most powerful woman the world's ever known. (laughs) John Callan. He's supposed to be important. But in my hands, he's clay, to be molded as I wish. Do you see what that means?
6: Yes, I see. You hold the fate of the world in your hands. Exactly.
7: To do with as I want. And I shall. Would you like to rule the world with me, brown eyes?
6: Kira, you're evil.
7: What is good? What's evil? Come here, brown eyes. Look at me. And forget such things.
6: Are you asleep, Dr. Bach? Sleep? Who can sleep? Kira's insane, Doctor. Do you know what she's planning to do? I heard. Oh. Maybe maybe we could get to this calendar. Yeah, And then what? Well, if we could talk to him, tell him...
8: Tell him? Tell him what? Didn't I talk to you? Would you listen? Where is she? Oh, she's gone to sleep. I tell you, there's only one remedy. Surgery. It is the only hope But she'll never consent to surgery, Dr. Bach, and she's probably immune to anesthesia. Maybe not. Maybe not all anesthesia. What? Downstairs in my laboratory, I have a tank of ethyl chloride. You mean operate here, tonight? Yeah, tonight. Right here, while she sleeps. All right, then. Now stop staring down at her. Pour the anesthesia onto the cone. Hurry. That ought to be enough to anesthetize an elephant. Onto the face, quickly. All right. Then <laughs> tightly hold it I'm trying.
6: crying. She's forcing my hands. I. I can't hold her.
7: She's too strong. I. You fools. Did you think you could make me unconscious? You. You were going to operate on me. Is that what you were planning? Oh, were you going to slit my throat with that scalpel? Look! Kira, don't! There! You see? I plunge your knife into my heart. I withdraw it. And the wound is healed. Now, go away, both of you. I want to sleep. John will be calling for me at eight. <laughs>
8: In the morning. Two and a half hours more, and she will leave, and the world will be one step nearer chaos. We are scientists, then. We have a responsibility to civilization. We must find a way to destroy this. Carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide? It's a fundamental
6: biological law. No human can survive in its own waste product. Carbon dioxide is a human waste. Dr. Bach, if we could fill the room where she's sleeping with carbon dioxide, she'd become unconscious. You could operate then. And... Who are you calling? The hospital. I will have them
8: send over two tanks of carbon dioxide. Do you think it should work, then? We must try anything. Hello, this is Dr. Bach. Let me talk to surgery. Now hurry, it is an emergency. tube is ready. You sealed the crack under the door? Yes. You closed the window? Yes. All right. Let us start the gas. Well, then, through the transom above the bedroom door, you will be able to observe her reactions. You placed the lighted candle inside the room?
6: Yes, Doctor.
8: I left the candle on the table. Ah, Observe it carefully. All right. When it goes out, your Miss Kira Zelas should be unconscious. Then, can you see inside the room from up there?
6: Yes, doctor. Candle is flickering, doctor. Wait. No, it's still flickering. It. It's just gone out, doctor.
8: Excellent. It means there is now a concentration of 8 or 10% carbon dioxide. The average person would long since be dead. Doctor? Yeah, Dan, what? Just a minute. Yes, yes?
6: She's breathing much more quickly now, convulsively.
8: Ah, uh-huh. Jane Stook breathing?
6: She. She's opening her eyes now. What? She's. She's getting up. Getting up? She's staggering. Holding her throat, doctor. She's gasping. She's it's... moving toward the door. <laughs> she's trying to unlock the So, so. She's seen me. She she's trying to Well, well, try... well. What is it? She's collapsed. It's over. <laughs>
2: Yes? How do you do, Dr. Bach?
8: I'm John Callaghan. John oh Yes, yes, of course. Come in. I haven't taken you away from anything. Oh, no, no. We were performing some surgery, my associate and I. I I have a miniature surgery here for emergencies, and we have just finished. Is that the patient on the table? Uh, Yeah, yes. Is she? Yes, she is dead. Too bad. Seedy-looking creature, wasn't she? She was a charity case. Well, I, I won't keep you. Is uh, Kira here? No, she she changed her plans. She said there were some things she wished to do and she would meet you at the airport.
2: Well, that's a woman's prerogative, isn't it, changing plans? <laughs> yes. I'd better get a move on, then.
8: Nice to see you, Doctor. I, I hope we'll meet again when I return from Europe. Yes, that will be nice, Mr. Callan, and good luck on your mission. Uh, thank you, sir. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Well, Daniel, maybe we will get some sleep now.
6: Then. Huh? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, doctor. I, I was daydreaming. She's lovely, isn't she? Lovely. Yeah,
8: then lovely. May she always be in your memory.
0: Escape is produced and directed by Norman MacDonald. Today we have presented transcribed The Adaptive Ultimate by John Jessel Adapted for radio by Chet Spurgeon and Herb Futran With editorial supervision by John Dunkel Starring Edgar Barrier as Dr. Bach And Stacey Harris as Dan Scott Featured in the cast were Elsie Holmes Frank Gerstel, Larry Dobkin, Tom Charlesworth And Anne Morrison Special music was arranged and played by Ivan
1: Dittmars Next week You are trapped in a dark empty house A girl lying dead at your feet. And surrounding you, closing in on you, are the band of killers, deadly enemies of your country and yourself. And they are intent on murdering you. Next
0: week, we escape with the famous story, Confidential Agent by Graham Greene. Be sure to tune in at this same time next week, when once again we offer you... Escape. This is Roy Rowan speaking for CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.
3: All right, that's Escape from March 26, 1949, The Adaptive Ultimate starring Edgar Barrier and Stacy Harris. Uh, Good show is heard on CBS sustained by the network. You know, Escape I'm I'm trying to think maybe for a very short period of time Richfield Oil sponsored but for its whole run, 7 years, for the most of that run, no sponsor. And that's really odd because it was a very high quality big budget show and the network just paid for it all. Yeah, I don't uh-huh. know. It's weird. Um, But anyway, uh, that's Escape. Hope you enjoyed that. Time now for this month in music history. All
4: right, let's go back to 1972 with this song. When we got no choice. What is it, Carl? Girls and boys
5: making all that
4: noise. Um, Because they
3: found new
4: toys.
3: Ted Nugent?
4: Oh, this is "School's Out" and is the title track of Alice Cooper's oh, fifth Alice album, Cooper, 1972. Yeah, yeah I this like is Alice Cooper. Definitely their signature song. It's the only School song I, I can out. actually think of from Alice Cooper. Really? really? I'm something? Oh yeah, I he had a lot of hits. I know, but I can't think of any of them except for this one.
3: Don't ask me
4: though. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> this reached number seven on the Billboard charts in 1972. Wow. Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. you know, he's wearing
3: that all that makeup, you know. I never saw him in concert, I don't think. Did you? No. Mike said no, he didn't see him either. Alright, well thanks, Lisa. Sure, Tara. More of Hollywood 360 after this short break.
0: More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. So Lisa's not going to be here
3: next week, Mike. She's going, uh...
4: I'm going to Arizona for, for a, a wedding.
3: wedding. A wedding. Okay. I
4: am, so I will be missing a week, Man, but I I'll you, be back. tell you, what
3: a slacker. You right? know, as the years go by, you seem to take a lot more vacations. Yeah, right?
4: It seems like that, but, you Total know, it didn't take slacker. any vacations for the last year and a half, so I'm kind of making up for things.
3: All right, next week, it's Barry Craig, Confidential Investigator, The Adventures of Maisie, Box 13, Phil Harrison, Alice Faye, and The Shadow... We'll also have some 15-minute features because uh, we won't have any games or any of that kind of right. stuff next week.
4: But, you know, because listen Slacker in Because Slacker here
3: will be in
4: <laughs> I mean, it won't Phoenix. be as good, but it'll still be All good. All right, we'll see you next <laughs> week. Thanks for listening.
0: It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed.